don't know. I just feel like past few um, Prince pursuits and a lot of times in youth, like I felt the spirit, but never in like that overwhelming. Like I, I started. I don't know. There was a couple of people next to me. I started saying "Let it go." From the Frozen movie, I don't even know why, but I started So, um, yeah, I just, I really came away from this weekend feeling like a lot lighter. And every time I think back on that night, I'm like, so, yeah. I actually, when you mentioned that you started singing Let It Go and everything, it reminded me of something that I saw a while back. And that song isn't just about her, just kind of like, oh, because of all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually talking about being okay with what she feels and not always being oh, just letting go of those negative feelings and everything and I feel like that was a big thing that happened this weekend for a lot of people so that's just really really cool the power of um, a queer like a queer I don't even know how to say it but like connection to the Holy Spirit um, and I feel like the, the quarantine like just I know it was hard for everybody but like I just, it was so hard for me to get into a place where I was like hearing the Lord and like on a consistent basis and actually like feeling, you know, like the Lord. And so I just, what, what a powerful, um, we were in worship and I just, all of a sudden, I just felt like the Holy Spirit come on me and I couldn't, like I couldn't contain it. I just started bawling. Um, and the Lord just, he spoke to me and he said like, your hunger is so beautiful like it's something i can work with and i just i want to share like danielle was talking about hunger like hunger is so important um and i just feel like it's something that the lord like really desires but just when we genuinely like want to know him and you want to know him and that's just i think so important um i think like coming into uh presence pursuit weekend like a lot of us expected like to meet god in this place and like where you expect to meet god he will meet you there also and like over this uh weekend especially on saturday night it was such a like powerful place of joy and like the presence of god was you it was there and you could tell it it was like all around the room and i said this on saturday night i gave my testimony a little but um i felt like uh god wanted me to share it again so um basically uh what had happened is at the end of the like i wouldn't say the last song before everything broke out but uh when near the end of that song brendan had came up to me and he had prayed like joy and being yourself over me he like prayed to be like you be yourself don't be try to be anyone else and he prayed joy over me also and then next charlotte came up to me and prayed joy and like said that i would fill people with happiness and after that uh, i like broke and i was like laughing and in the presence of god for a long time and <laughs> I just felt like the presence of God really met us in that place, and it was such an amazing weekend. That first day, I guess, the uh, Friday night, the love tunnel, I don't know who said it. I think, I want to say it was Tina, but I'm not 100% sure. But she just said, like, your father loves you. And you know, with me, I, I thought she was talking about Jesus. But then, throughout the whole weekend, I I don't know. I guess, and I've always seen my actual dad, like, 
as a guy that just had unreasonable expectations for me, you know, someone that I could never please or ever make happy or ever be good enough for. But it's kind of crazy because throughout the weekend, Brandon, he's such a cool guy, Brandon Gar, he's so cool. Yeah, Brandon. He, he really, I guess, spoke heavy into my life regarding my father, like my, my actual dad, you know. I can see that those expectations now are because he loves me, you know, I see that now. And on Sunday morning, when I saw my dad, you know, he, he, he came up and he gave me a big hug and, you know, me and him, we're not really huggers, I guess. We don't really do that kind of thing, but that was just really cool. Okay, so that's the message. Come on, it's not fair to have to to follow the power in those testimonies. You know, to, to share after James, you know, James just to you have one of those Ben Bradford voices. Just in hearing him say he loves me. You know, you just seem to let that sink in. You know, he loves me. You know, I'm friends with Daniel, and I'm, I'm a dad, and, you know, as I watch that, I just, like, I know the fight <laughs> with my kids. And to, to know that the power of God is the one that untangles what the enemy tangles. Amen. You know, and I just, I feel like that's some part of today. The Lord said this in the, in the prayer time, but... He had said it to me as even as I was getting ready that just where where we've been a uh, been in a place of maybe you get discouraged or you're in a place of disillusionment, the Lord says He detangles the lies that were meant to build you because they were truths because the enemy's a liar. He's a liar, and the King of Kings, the King of Kings, is calling out to us today. Come on, say amen. 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 Now, I know a lot of people, they're just wondering if we're going to stand on our seats. I'd just like you to get up if you need to, just right now. Stand right up. Stand on your seats. I'm a, I, sometimes I just want to get closer to the Lord, so I stand on my seat. I want you to get in good practice if you need to do that so you don't feel weird later when I call you to do it. Then there we go. See, it's really not that hard. If you're at home, I'm expecting a picture of where you've stood on your seat. There we go, like that. It's a time to be excited in the Lord. Come on. It's a time to be excited in the Lord. Come on. The power of God. Resurrection power. Living on the inside. You might need to do one of these and stir it up. Okay, come on. Somebody. This is going to be a longer morning than I had intended. Come on. The reality is that Jesus died and he rose again that, so that we could receive him and be transformed. Turn to your neighbor and say, be transformed. Be to walk in his likeness. Come on, to walk in his likeness. Say to your neighbor, I'm going to walk in the Lord's likeness. <laughs> Poor Isaac, he's going to get like the volume control training today. So, so it's, there's a reality that he wants us to walk in dominion and he wants us to walk in power and he wants us to share that transformation with others. Come on. Somebody's going to shout. Come on. Somebody's going to jump and holler and be undone. Oh, oh, huh? See, no rock is going to cry out in my place. No rock. Is a rock going to cry out in your place? He's crying out in your place. 
He's crying out in your place. You might need, listen, listen. The Lord doesn't need my help, but I am back up, loud and proud. Where's, where's my sister Lindsay? Loud and proud. I mean, the demons, they're going, they shudder at Jesus' voice. They know his voice. But I just have been tuning up just in case. Come on, tune up. Rub your belly and tune up. I don't care if you don't have extra weight like me. You've got to tune it up. You've got a soul and there's something in there that's got to come out today. Come on, it's got to come out today. You, you can't, listen, I may not laugh like Craig Barton. Where's Craig? Come on, Craig, don't you hold back. Marguerite's been waiting all week to laugh with you. I mean, I might not laugh like Craig, but I sure, I sure can be loud. I can sure be loud. I mean, uh, last week we had a little arm wrestling tournament. I got so excited I lost my voice. It's like, good Lord, now that's some pride and arrogance, you know, that rose up in me. But the Lord was kind, I repented, and he worked in me. Come on, come on. You may not have been able to hear clearly when Liam uh, Farmer said, let it go. Come on, let it go. If you're holding on to it, just let it go. You might be let, holding on to something that's holding you back, or maybe you're just holding on to something that's got to come out. Come on, let it go. Come on, Charlotte, you might not have been able to hear the crispness of her voice. If, you've not, if you don't know Charlotte and don't know her, she disappeared. Testimony, there she is. She's got a phenomenal testimony of finding the voice of God in her and being liberated to his spirit. Amen? Amen. When she said to you, like, being in a place of accepting, not, these aren't her exact words, but accepting and receiving who Christ made her to be. Come on, that message preaches. Preaches to me. Come on, what's the reality of Resurrection Day? What does it mean? Oh, put my text number back up there. Let's see. Y'all afraid to say something? Mitch says, I talk so fast and so loud and I move around. People are just afraid to interject. So you feel better behind your phone. Just text. That'll give you something to do while you're holding it. And I won't take it personally. I'll just imagine. I mean, we could go through John chapter 10 through 14. I mean, that's what I had planned to do. Get out your Bibles. Go to John chapter 10. I know that's a few chapters, but I can get through them pretty quick. I move pretty. My legs are the best part of my body, not this part that y'all see. I can move fast. I can move something. Come on. I want you to engage today. I want you to participate. I want you to step into your transformation. I want you to step away from this place changed for the Lord. I want you to be moved by His Spirit and say, I am a victor. Come on, he's put inside of me the power of God to do great things. I'm going to end with this, but I can't resist. You know, you are an ordinary person called to do extraordinary things. You just are. Some of you text me like, oh, pray for me. Like this stuff's happening. I was like, I don't say this on the text. I'm like, praise God. It's an opportunity for the wellspring of life to come up in you and for you to change the world, for you to advance the kingdom of God in your sphere, whether that's on an airplane, whether that's on a school bus, whether that's at a homeschool table, whether that's in the grocery store, we're called to change the atmosphere. Come on. Come on. Some of you don't need to stand up on a chair. You need to sit down on a chair. You need to stop. God's saying, I, I, I want to, to move and, and be and, and what's happening there. Seriously, if you go to John chapter 10, I'll give you the fast version. 
We enter the kingdom of God because he's the shepherd. We were designed to listen and to listen and respond to the shepherd, to listen and know the shepherd because he's the great shepherd. There you go. That's the first nine verses. See, it's not that hard. Listen, I just looked over here in my notes. Do you know the God of impossibility? Ray, Raina Worley. She competed. Go ahead, shout her out. She's not here yet. She's over in Utah. She competed Friday night. And her whole team, they advanced gymnastics to Saturday. You know what happened yesterday? She's up for 40 points. You know how many points she got? Josh, help me, but it's 39.975. You know what that means? That they took Raina, All-American, number 12 in this nation, out of that pool of UK, and they said, we're going to move her on. She is UK moving on. Come on. Hey, Texas, Texas just don't know. The last time she was in Texas was for Junior Olympics. She's a sophomore. They're going to have to change the rating scale to keep up with Raina Worley. I mean, when you have ESPN saying, you better watch this girl. You better watch, watch her. She does a handstand on a bar. I couldn't even climb on that bar. Lord, she's like flipping and turning. And yesterday she came up off of those things and she just, I mean, I was like, Come on, they're going to have to come up with a a different rating system because she's transforming the sphere that she's in. She's not bending to them. She's saying, I'm going this way. She's saying that to boys on campus. She's saying that to girls in the team where the team would want to be pulled apart. She says, no, we're created to be together. She's breathing Jesus into those people. And then comes in Robert and Catherine. Like, I just don't even know what's going to happen in that community. Come on. ESPN cannot contain her. I'm I'm off subject. So, in order to do that, she's got to be what? Led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? So, here's here's what happens in chapter 10, verse 10. The imposter enters. You know, as children, we get frightened. Our intrigue grows as we get older. We... uh, we want to be investigative as we mature hopefully we get a higher level of discernment and we begin to see the imposter the evil one's tactics he begins this is what the lord said to me he begins to impersonate what he doesn't possess because he's a thief and thieves come to steal kill and destroy But it says the shepherd, the good shepherd, he already came. He's already on the scene. He's not uh, disturbed. He's not in dismay. You know, he has a plan. It says that he already, come on, get that word in you, already. He's already, he has showed up. And why does he show up? Are you looking in chapter 10? It says to give you life and life abundantly who wants life abundantly i know one friend and oh there we go we're getting life abundantly how can we get more abundant than jesus come on let's just fill it up i'm not about the cup half full or empty but let's fill it up 
He says that he's the good shepherd who would lay his life down for the sheep. The good shepherd in verse 14 says he knows his sheep and they know him. In 16 it says that there are, um, there are sheep not of this fold. I was like, wow, I think I need that tissue back. All of a sudden it just started raining in here. Where's Brandon uh, Parsons? He says it's dusty. He brought it in the rain. I took my glasses off, but I can see it. <clears throat> this is what the Lord said to me. Some of us are not in the fold. Maybe you're a sheep running outside in an in a, in a obscure pasture. Maybe you're resisting the fence line. Or, but there's something in you that's saying, I hear something. There might be something in you that is saying, I feel something. There might be something in you that said, I had heard someone say something. And as I have been praying over these last five or six weeks, I felt like the Lord said to tell you that there's room for you. There is room for you. If you're online and, and you're listening, and I just say there's room for you. And, I, and while I would always welcome you to dwelling place, the Lord's speaking about his kingdom. Maybe you're from out of town. We love you today. But we want you to, to, to step into his kingdom work. Come on. It says that we're to be the body of believers led by the Holy Spirit to advance the kingdom. That's wherever you are in your sphere. And the, the Lord, I, I really believe he said that, that we will be one flock. And, and, and hear me, he wants us to be in unity. But he's saying, there's room for you. There's room for you at his table. There's room for you in the kingdom. I mean, even as you read on in those verses, it, it says that there began dissension in the ranks. Jesus was questioned. He was accused. It, they even said he was demon-possessed because they didn't like what was going on. He was stoned. They th sought to arrest him. But what happened? He pressed on. He pressed on. It says many believed. Many believed. It says that many were baptized. But, but I just can't let go of this that when we, even when we fast forward out of John and we get into Romans, and you know this verse well, it says in Romans uh, 10, 9, it says if you confess and you believe, then you will be saved. It says that salvation is for you. It says that for with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. With his mouth he confesses resulting in salvation it goes down into 12 and says there's no distinction there's no black and white there's no uh, mask or no mask there's no democrat or republican there's no this or that it says that salvation is for all that call upon him abounding in his riches now I, that everyone that calls on him will be saved saved from the ruler of this world you know, for me, it was saved from myself. Oh, well, that's only me in the room. I, <laughs> come on. I, my friends had to get around me Friday, and they just, they, they, they were praying for me, and they were pressing in, and I realized that my old patterns of self-providing, even my patterns of self-control, come on, you, everyone thinks that all that's positive. And when I do it in the spirit of God, it's positive. I mean, I need to not go to cook out and order everything. I probably shouldn't order anything right now, you know. But, 
Come on, when I'm reliant on myself, it, it will turn into self-destruct. But man, my friends, they just they threw that those lines out there and they brought me back. They said, We know you want the righteousness of Christ, not the righteousness of man. And I'm telling you that I, I just sense that that someone today, you're you're I'm I will keep saying this. There's something, maybe it's not my words, maybe it's something that you smell or something that you see or maybe it's something you feel. You know, don't disregard. The, the blowers have been on the whole morning. If you're feeling a wind, maybe it's Jesus coming alongside of you and bringing his, his he's opened his arm and he's, he's wanting you to just be hidden in him. He's, he's calling out to his creation today. Maybe you're in a place that you need to, you say, well, I'm saved, this message is not for me. Well, I mean, as long as we're acting like it, we're okay. Like I just said, I just ratted out myself that Friday, I mean, God loved my children. I know that, that sometimes they pray for me, and they're just hoping that I'll find Jesus before I leave the front door. I mean, you know, they've persevered through some, some hardness, but they, they, they don't want that to happen over on the other side of the doorway. Come on, you have family members that have interceded for you. And, and maybe we've just stepped into a place that, that we, we just, we've forgotten. We've gotten into the busyness of our day. Come on, I'm going to let you sit there for just a second. In chapter 11, the whole story about Lazarus. Actually, it's about the story of what Jesus did <laughs> with Lazarus. You know, is Lazarus asleep or is Lazarus dead? Come on, even in the accusation of people's humanity, what comes out of them is, well, Lord, if you had been here. Well, here is the passive note to self. It has, chapter 11 has a lot of notable points, but I will tell you it has this one, that it's not recommended to tell Jesus whether he was on time. <laughs> it is not recommended to tell the creator of the world the Almighty, the Omnipotent, the Omnipresent, the All-Knowing King of Kings, whether or not he was on time or performed correctly. We'll go back to Mitch's word on preference, and I'll let him share that. But because what happens in chapter 11? It says that Jesus heard them, that Jesus consoled them, that Jesus wept, that Jesus raised the dead. Come on, he was, it was, it was a, a time this is what the Lord said. He said, Tully, you don't understand March Madness, but it was a big upset. <laughs> he, he upset what was going on. Many believed. Because what we know happens in John chapter 12 is the triumphant entry. Come on, where they stood and they were hailing the king of kings. They said, Hosanna, Hosanna. Anyone, any of you have been saying that this week? Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Maybe let's say that together. Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You know, they line the streets. The first time I learned about this, I was in an internship in, in, a, in a foreign place. And I just, I got, we were studying this. And can you just close your eyes? And like the people are hailing with these palm branches. Hosanna. 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 There's vibrancy in the leaves of those palm branches. 
they're strong, they're creating wind, they're making a statement. Hosanna! Hosanna! And yet, they dropped those palm branches and just days later, Jesus is walking on those palm branches. Now, I'm not a historian, but I'm asking you to just imagine that sometimes that's who we are. We're, we're shouting Hosanna when everything's going well and we drop the palm branch and Jesus says, but I died for your life. Come on, even in that time, the upset continues. In my words, it was those who indignantly did not want to believe, those who may have been scared to believe, those who can't help but believe, that are frightened to say, you know, being silent, or maybe even just saying, these people are crazy. I'm sure people call me crazy. They call me crazy even when I'm not talking about Jesus. I mean, they do that when I'm driving. Hosanna. Hosanna. Would you stand up? Just going to encourage you to be in a place of Hosanna. Hosanna. Come on. Hosanna. I'm, Hosanna. Hosanna. Come on, say it. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Come on, Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Come on, stay in this prayerful place. And I'm just, I know I have friends that are going to be on these outer walls. There are people here today that the Lord's doing something in you. And I'm just going to encourage you. This might seem like out of sorts. I'm just going to ask you, as my friends are standing on those walls, even I think Allison and Eden are going to come to the piano, and I'm just, the Lord is saying, today's your day. Today's a day to be saved. Today's a day to step into the invitation. Today's a day to choose. You might be in a place that say, well, I'm wandering, or I'm teetering, or I knew, or I know, or, or maybe you're in a place that you said, well, well, I'm one of those people that wandered when I need to wonder about Jesus. I just say to you today, I invite you that Jesus, the King of kings, the dad that untangles the lies of this world, and I just encourage you to, to just, we're just going to stay in this place. I'm going to ask you, if, if you're in that place, say, I want to make a decision today. I'm just going to ask you to move to one of those people on the side. The rest of you, just stay with me. Hosanna! Hosanna! Come on, Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Because he's here. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Maybe you're in a place that you need to shout out someone's name that you want to see in the kingdom. Say their name. Say their name. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Today is the day of salvation, not just because it's Resurrection Sunday, but because it's the day of the Lord. Today is the day of the Lord. Come on. Today is the day of the Lord. It's not a question, did he choose us? It's a, tr it's a question of it's his way, am I going to walk in it? At times, I know that we struggle to find peace, but, but I'm telling you that... 
I think the enemy twists us because the Lord is present in our lives. He wants to work in us. He says that we're temples of the Holy Spirit. He says that, that we're not alone and He's our ever-present point of, of need and fulfillment. Hosanna. Hosanna. You know, I tell people all the time, it was my best idea that got me here. It won't be my best idea that gets me from here. I need the power of salvation and the, the power of my Savior. Come on, as we look in John, stay standing. In John chapter 12, it's good to stand in the presence of the Lord and to read His Word. In 1244, it says, Jesus cried out and said, The one who believes in me does not believe only in me, but also in him who sent me. And the one who sees me sees him who sent me. Jesus, I have come as light, Jesus says, into the world, so that no one who believes in me will remain in darkness. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Come on, say it with me. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen, amen. Take your seat for a moment. <clears throat> if you're praying, keep praying. You know what this tells me in John chapter 12 is there's no gray in this story. He said to me, there's no gray in, in this instruction. He said, there's no fence to ride. There's not even greener grass on the other side. That's for the grass that's greener on the other side when the Lord's told you to stay where you're, where you're moving. <clears throat> it's life on one side, it's death on the other. It's as much an invitation as it is a choice. And it's not just for us who made a choice. You know, I had a catechism teacher in the good old Catholic church. I'm sure that will stick something. But she said to me in a class, she said, you know, your parents have chosen for you your entire life. Today's your choice. She just... Her last name was Meeks. I don't know how much meekness there was there. She just laid it right out. Maybe I don't know the definition of me. And she just said, today's the day. Today's the day. That lady knew the Lord more than I thought she knew the Lord. And boy, she, she ushered me. She helped me to see my invitation. She helped me to choose life over death. Because whatever was holding me, she, she helped me to understand that He is greater. She helped me to see that whatever is in the world is, is less than the Lord Jesus Christ. That whatever has shamed you, the word shame came up several times as I was getting ready. The Lord says, I draw you. My draw is bigger than the shame. For whatever has created doubt, the reality is that the enemy's making you afraid because you're a powerhouse when you join him. Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen. There's room for you. There's room for you. Y'all can be seated for a minute. I'm going to ask you to get out your communion. Mitch is going to come. I just want to say we're already up to John 13. There's a feast. There's a Passover. 
Amory, see if anyone else needs it. Or Kristen, could you see if anyone else needs that? There's a, there's a Passover, a great time of revelation. There's a humble foot washing. There's a model of humility. Uh, you know, Jesus is showing them how to walk in humility. He shares communion with them. He even reveals who betray, who's going to betray him. And while there is disbelief, I keep, y'all need to grab a hold of your bellies. There's something stirring. I even said that it was like an eerie, an eerie stirring. There was a rumbling and it wasn't your breakfast. See, the Lord foretold them what was going to happen. And while there may have been disbelief, the Lord had no reason to deceive them. There was true inner conflict. Because he was, he, I mean, I think there was a warning. The word told me it was a foretelling. But it's a good place to just identify with the voice of the Lord. To, to embrace him and, and commune with him. Come on. just wanted to go back to the really uh, this John 11 passage um, Mary and Martha you know at the tomb and you know you know the, the whole thing that Julia just explained about the fact that you know they were kind of disappointed hoping that he was going to be there he wasn't and turns and says I believe this is to Martha and he just declares this in John 11 25 through 27 so Jesus said to her I am the resurrection Man, I was like, man, Jesus speaking that to you this morning. I am the resurrection and the life. What were they facing? They were facing losing. They lost their dad. They lost a family member. They lost, you know, the the, the stable part of their life. And, and maybe that's been something that has happened to you over the last year or two or whatever that's looked like. But, man, he's looking right at you and saying, I am the resurrection and the life. I can resurrect that which has been stolen or, 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 or died or all those type of things that you can put in there. And, it, and I love this. It says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. That's good news this morning. And he says, do you believe this? He puts it back to her. Right? It, God, God always puts it back in our, in our, in our believing system. And he says, do you believe this? It's you. It's each one of you. Each one of you have to say, do I believe that? Now, you might have been able to say, yes, I believe you're the Son of God, and I want you to be my Savior. And if you didn't do that this morning, I would encourage you. There's some, still opportunity. But some of us need to, there's another level of faith to faith, Right? glory to glory in our believing and he's, this morning he's just asking us do you believe this and I love what she said to him she said yes Lord man if we could just get back to that place alright yes Lord yes Lord I say yes Lord this morning I have believed that you are the Christ the son of God even he who comes into the world so I just wanted to declare that this morning if you'll take your, your cup going to read this other passage this just felt like as I was reading it this morning I just wanted us to remember just I want you to close your close your eyes this morning as you get your cup this morning if you're online I want you to 
make sure if you if you have it, go ahead and grab it. I'm just going to read this over us. Blessed, this is 1 Peter 2, or I think 1, sorry, 1 Peter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance, which is three things, imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away, reserved for you, reserved for you, reserved for you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, you. knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, and any other thing in this life is just futile, man, but with the precious blood as of a lamb unblemished, spotless, the blood of Christ. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these times for your sake, for you, through him, are belie- who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope might be in God. Man, I encourage you to read that this week and just receive it. 1 Peter 2, 3 and 4, and then jump down to 18. But I just encourage you in that. So I want you to take the the bread this morning. As Paul declared, that's why we celebrate today the body of Jesus as he broke the bread and he, he said, this is my body given for you. Given. Now, on the night that, that, for I received from the Lord that which on the, I delivered to you, that the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he gave thanks. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So, Lord, we take this in remembrance of you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. In the same way, he took the cup. God, we just thank you for your blood. We thank you for your blood. He took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the new covenant. In my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord, we thank you for your blood. We thank you that it washes, washes whiter than snow. And we just receive this. We receive all that you did in the blood and in the, in the body. We receive it as we take this. We thank you for the healing, the restoration of broken bodies, God. We thank you for the healing in bodies. We thank you for the restoration of lives. And we just receive this in Jesus' name. Amen. Just take it. And I just want to leave you with this. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So, Lord, we proclaim your death because you haven't come yet. We continue to proclaim it until you come. And we thank you that you are quickly coming. We thank you that you are faithful while we're here to be with us. But come, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we say, come, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Come on, say, Hosanna. Hosanna! 
Blessed is the... Sorry. He who comes in the name of the Lord. I must have said blessed is the king. It's just skipping along. Come on, good, good stuff. I, I just sensed as you were taking communion, even a place just, just to sit there a second. Maybe you need to just, just rest in what you received. I, feel just, I hear the Lord saying he wants to, wants to fill you up. He wants to fill you up. Come on. I realized I wrote down that it was Samuel, but I think it was Eden that said about being hungry. Eden's words were precious. She just said, being hungry is something he can work with. Why do I make it so complicated? Genuinely wanting to know him puts us in a posture with him on his presence. Samuel did say, do we expect to meet God? And I'm talking about Samuel Johnson. Did we expect to meet God and believe God's promise to meet us? Come on. Do we have resolve to find power in his presence? You know, you're... I pray, if this is you, you will let me lay hands on you like my friends laid hands on me on Friday. You know, when I say, I got you, God, kind of like, save your energy, Lord. I got this. That's my self-righteousness. You know, that might be easier for me to say because I got some deliverance. Deliverance might be a heavy word for you. Hey, (laughs) be delivered. Be delivered. Come on, if, I, if we're just in a place, I just heard people say, I'm tired. And we're, we're doing things in our own, own strength. I mean, who else but the Lord says, I'm going to go away, but I'm still going to be with you. Who, who makes that kind of promise and keeps it? In John 14, he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And you know the way to find me because you know the Father. You know, I'm going to ask Paul to put my number back up there. If you made a decision today, I'm going to ask you to to send me a text. Not so I can berate you with text. I'll do that anyways. But um, sometimes we just need to make a statement. And maybe you're a friend of mine or you're going to be a new friend of mine. And maybe you're online and you're listening to it and you see this number. You just need to, maybe you need to put it in the chat box on the church online and maybe on the comments and just say, I've decided today to, to step in or I've decided today to turn. I've decided you're, you're making a decision today. I'll just give you a second to do that. In John chapter 14, it says a lot of things, but in verse 12 it says, greater works you will do. I mean, how? How are we going to do greater works than the Lord Jesus Christ? How? That's far beyond what I can think or imagine. How can we not do greater works if he's calling us to advance the kingdom? If we're not led by the Holy Spirit? If we don't invite and choose and bring the Holy Spirit in? In, in, in John chapter 14, in verse 16, it says... I will ask the Father, and he will give you a helper. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, helper. Helper for you on the hardest day. 
And it says in there, I don't think I ever brought great attention to this personally, but it says, go, Paul, can you put that up there, John 14? It says that he will be with us. The world can't receive him because the world doesn't know him, but you know him and he remains with you. Come on, verse 18 seals the deal. He says, I will have not left you to be. Come on, talking about being a place of, of, of dwelling and being together. John 14, 26, it says, But the Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in, in Jesus' name, He will teach you all things. And I love this. I never saw this word either. I don't know how I missed it. I've, I've taught on, I love the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Anybody that works with numbers, it's got to love the baptism of the Holy Spirit because we see things in black, white, and red all the time, right? All you people that just feel like you can't get it, this is your day to get it. It says remind. I pray that all the time. In my diligence, in my preparation, I prayed over my kids every time they let me know they're taking a test. Lord, everything that they put in, God, just bring it to their memory. Remind them. I, I was speaking the word, didn't even know it. That's just how good Jesus is when you're parenting. It's called grace, probably a lot of mercy. He says as you move on, don't let your heart be troubled. But this is where he says in 28, he says, I'm going away and I'm coming to you. There's no one, there is no one in all humanity that says, I'm going away and I'm coming to, I mean, what does that look like? Michael Jackson doing the, or when Michelle, you do that little thing, I can't do it. You know, like, I'm going away, but I'm coming to you. Y'all amazed me when you did that. I said this earlier, my best effort got me here. My friend Oliver is the principal, and he tells his teachers all the time, I think I'm going to find a good, I can't because I don't have my glasses on, but he said, those parents, they sent their best Billy and their best Barbara to us. They didn't keep their best Billy and Barbara at home. <laughs> Sometimes you need to look at your own kid and say, this is my best Anne-Marie. I don't got another Anne-Marie hidden off somewhere. Come on, my best effort brought me here. And sometimes my friend Oliver, he says, the best Barbara and the best Billy. I mean, that teacher's in freak out. And he says, they sent their very best to us. I mean, and he'll just preach it right in the public schools. He said, and God will help us. You know, my very best brought me here. But my very best isn't going to get me where I need to go. And what's that move, Michelle? Something like, come on. He is here. He's leaving and he's coming. All at the same says in 2 Corinthians that, that it all, like when we receive him, we've got it. Come on, you all practice doing the stirring. You just got to stir it up. It's in there. You know what? I mean, you are the treasure chest of God. It says not only we get in a discussion about this all the time. You are anointed. 
You are sealed. You, 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 you have um, put an X on the contract with Jesus. It says in 1 Corinthians that your body's a, a temple. It's already happened. So I'm just going to pray today for the Spirit of God to be released. Because I, and if the, the best that I can give to you is to tell you that the best that you have is not going to take you into the best place that God has for you. It's just not. My life's a living example. I couldn't stand right here without Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. The number of times that he has stopped me, the number of times that he has been the divine distraction, the apprehension to my momentum, the seal it up of the mouth. I, he does that a lot. Stops me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Karen was brave enough to say it. Thank you, Jesus. They were saying it on this side of the room. Come on, in Galatians 5, it says to walk Walk in the Spirit. It's not a choice. It's not green or gray or purple. It's, it's just black and white. Walk by the Spirit. It says in Galatians, there's a lot of opposition, a lot of things to choose from back and forth. It just says walk. It doesn't even say strive. It says walk. Come on, in verse 25 in that Galatians, it says to live by the Spirit. Follow the Spirit. Some days it's getting up and it's changing the lesson plan. Some days it's changing the schedule. Some days it's telling you what to build in to the next day. Sometimes it's spending money that you didn't know you were going to spend. I mean, one day I went through the bank and got $1,500 in the drive-thru, and I thought, well, the Lord has blessed me. And the Lord was laughing. And I looked, and, and there was a camera looking right at me, and I, the Lord said, I did not bless you. Send the money back. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you're going to overdraft your account and someone else's. He said in Galatians 5, you, verse 7, you were running well. Who hindered you? Who persuaded you? Because it wasn't me. He says a little leaven leavens the whole bunch. But he says in 13, you were called to freedom. Don't turn it into some opportunity. So, you know, you may ask, how does this happen? The Holy Spirit, the one that he left as our helper, he comes upon you. It says like being clothed. Whether you need a breathe-through jacket because you're sweaty or whether you're cold and you need to wrap up. I mean, everyone's thankful Mitch is here today because uh, it's not so cold. Last week, Mitch was at a, a, out with Kristen and y'all were freezing. I thought it was great. However you need the Holy Spirit, whether that's a heavy coat, whether it's a blanket, he says he clothes you. You know, what do you do? I, well, I thank God. I said this earlier that when I come into opposition, and when you do, just know when you call me, I love when you call me or text me and you say you're in opposition. I, I just begin to thank God. Pat Johnson would tell us to thank God for the things that he's done, recording his faithfulness, because that's a testimony that he's going to move. It's a t the testimony of what he did do is a testimony of what he can do. It's a testimony of his presence. It's a testimony that on my own, it's not going to happen. Sometimes we lay hands on people. 
You know, I lay hands on my children frequently. It's not always in the Spirit of God, and i got to squeeze really tight. I love to hug, and sometimes they're like, hey, back off just a second. You're getting all the breath out of me. When I'm in the Spirit of God, then I can lay hands on them and I can say, Jesus, come into this place. I'm going to join myself with my brother and I'm going to believe for the things that I cannot do. I'm going to believe for the things that I cannot see. And I'm going to believe for the power of God to come into this situation and do far exceedingly abundantly beyond what I can think or ask. Come on. So what's going to happen to you? Well, a whole lot of things. First of all, you're going to be free. Someone said, well, I don't have their tongue. Okay, well, that's between you and the Lord because you don't have to. But you can. Someone said, why would, why, why would you want to speak in another tongue? Well, I said, because then everybody don't understand what I'm praying about. They said, well, you're not going to understand what you're praying about. I said, well, my good, best intention got me here. <laughs> my best English language got me right here. So my Holy Spirit language is going to get me where I need to go. Out of myself and into Him. You know, you, you, you be filled up with the Holy Spirit, you might prophesy. Some of you might not be able to stand because you, you're so heavy that the Lord just wants you to lay down in Him and rest. Some of you just, I'm, and it's going to happen, you're going to do one of these and you're just going to break out with laughter because the joy that's deep down is going to be more powerful than the stuff that the world's trying to put up here. I'm telling you, a couple of weeks ago, I had to go do something that I, I didn't really want to do. I even told Mitch and Lee, I said, I feel like I've had an outer body experience. I saw myself doing the right thing, but nothing in me wanted to do the right thing. And as I walked away from the situation, I mean, it was great Jesus. <laughs> but I just realized that Jesus was down here and I had been stuffing him and praised God that he was stronger than I was and he erupted up out of my grave. And he said, I, I love Tulio too much to let him have egg on his face. I love Tulio too much to, to see us someone lost. I love Tulio too much that he's going to have to clean up something because he can't get with me right now. And that Jesus which was down here just, it sprang up. It sprang up. And I was thankful. I was a little in conflict, but I was thankful. In Acts 8 it says, that there were some people that were baptized and then they just kept going. They even saw someone else. It'd be like me seeing Marguerite falling out in laughter because she just can't contain herself. And, and then as, that, as Marguerite's laughing, I just continued to pray for people. And, and I may, the Spirit may not have yet, because maybe the Spirit wanted me to be out doing something. I used to be part of an enormous conference ministry in the, and I remember one of the speakers one time she was praying for a lady and the lady was just a wobbling and she went, hey stand up here she said, you fall down on your own, you're going to get hurt she said, this is not the spirit of God the spirit of God is speaking that you have a word and you can't give that word if you're laying down on the floor don't, don't fall down like other people. Fall in the Holy Spirit. And for you, she said, 
to you daughter of the king you've got a word for somebody over there go give it then if you want to lay down lay down if he says it come on we trying to put God in a box and tell him he's got to work a certain way because it worked for someone else look at your handprints you're one of a kind let the Lord allow the Lord to work in you Would you stand up? It says that in John 14 that you're going to do greater works because you believe. Now I asked Allison if we could go back into worship. I I intentionally did this. I've asked some some leaders to be on the side because, and and I'm going to be very clear about this, there are some of you that have heard about the Holy Spirit and and you're and you're hearing me and you're saying I'm tired. I'm tired. I've tried this before. I've even gotten hurt by it. There's someone at home uh, that is just in a in a place of saying I'm tired. And and I want to say to you today that Jesus is making an invitation, but we're also making a choice. And so as we as we step into a place, and I'll say this of quiet of quiet worship, I want you to begin praying and ask the Lord to stir up the Spirit in you. And if you're in that place that you'd say, well, I, I, I want the Spirit stirred up in me, but, I, but I, I want the fullness of the Spirit like I've never had it before. I'm not talking for people that I need a refreshment. We're going to do that. I can hear some of you saying, when's my turn? We're going to do that because all of us are going to be transformed. And so even, even as you continue to, to play, I just say like, I'm just going to speak over us. Lord, stir up the Spirit of God in us. Lord, Resurrection Sunday would be a day about resurrection power. Resurrection Sunday would be a day about the power of God being full and great in our lives. Lord, we thank you that that you would say to us that the Holy Spirit was sent as a helper. The Holy Spirit was sent that our tiredness and that our best effort could be joined by your power and your glory and your might. Lord, for those of us that someone called out healing earlier, Mitch was leading communion and said, like healing is here today. I say that over the physical. Lord, I say it over the mental. Lord, mental anguish is going to be gone today in Jesus' name. The Spirit of God is going to come in to the neurosystem and and flow and there's redemption and resurrection power if you're in a position you want someone to lay hands on you go see one of these people standing on the side lord we thank you uh the the song i've been listening to this week just do this with me thank him begin to thank him lord we thank you that you're the king of kings and the lord of lords lord we just extol your presence in this place as the greatest god in all the universe come on thank him with just say thank you lord say hosanna say hallelujah say lord you are the king of kings you are the great i am lord i worship you i live that i worship you and see greatness come about in in my life and through my life lord we thank you that uh lord you are the healer lord that you are the provider lord that you are the great i am the king of kings the lord of lords Lord, I thank you that you say to us, there's someone in here saying, I'm just, I'm just an ordinary person.
And I say of you, yes, you are. And you're called to do extraordinary things. There's someone at the grocery store that needs to speak to you. There's someone in here you have clients. I can't tell what, what kind of business you're in or, or profession that you're in, but you have clients that, that need you because you walk in the power of the Spirit of God. You are the breath of life that they're just waiting for. The Lord spoke this to me, that there's someone in here, maybe more than one, you feel dissed. You're discouraged, you're disappointed, you're disillusioned, you're disengaged, you're in disrepair, and you need to be detangled. He says that I've come to give you life and life abundantly to fill you up. To fill you up. To fill you up. Now I just say over us, as, as we're... As we're worshiping, Allison and the team are going to take us into a time of worship. And we have time. I'm just telling you, you have time to worship him today. The kids may come in and join us. I'm just going to encourage you, if you're in a place that you, you want to stand with someone and have them agree, you say, I'm saved, I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit, but it's time for level up, turn up. I, I'm going to give you that opportunity. You can come find me or you can come find one of them and, and just say, stand with me and agree for it to be turned up. If you're online, I, I just encourage you, uh, Paul, just before they put those verses up there, just put that text number. It won't be me that calls you back, but it'll be me that gets you to the right person. And, and that you can, someone will call you personally. And just say, I, I'm going to stand with you as your brother or your sister. Come on. I, I'm going to say this as we go back into worship because I realize I forgot. Next uh, week, uh, Bethel, uh, a team of 12 people is coming here. And, and you have an opportunity to walk out this power out in our community on Friday and Saturday. You, if you don't get email, then come and let me know. But it's a great opportunity to see the power of God, to walk in what, what we're talking about today. Uh, so for Souls is uh, partnered with uh, Luggage of Love for adopted uh, kids, and um, there's, there's a way to, to help fill those luggage pieces. So those were two important things that I, that I forgot. Lord, I just thank you as we worship. Lord, as we sing your praise. Lord, as we step into your fullness. Lord, that you're at work that you're at work, and we just put our hands out and we say, Hosanna, Hosanna, we receive you. We receive you. We receive all of your goodness. We receive all of your might. We receive all of your power. We receive all of your love. We receive all of your greatness. Lord, we, we thank you that today's your day to shine and, and be glorified and great. Glorified and great in this name. In Jesus' name. Let's worship.